Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned. Yes. The rudest cities in Australia have been revealed. A top ten list. Mm. There's not a lot in it between the two. The differences between the cities, I will say. So there's a top ten, but then the points, like the difference between, so the average rudeness score between ten, which is five point three eight, and one, which is five point eight one. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, so they're all very, they're very, all close. very, very close in rudeness. Would love to know what a rude point is, but I feel like this will completely. They're essentially going. Come along with us. We've invented a system. Yep. We are telling you who's rude. Important to note here before I go into this, not to negate the whole thing, uh, 1,500 respondents. 1,500. For 30 million people. So okay. it's... Uh, so less than 1%. It's not It's not a huge amount yeah. of people answering this question about the rudest cities in Australia. In at number 10 on this list, Cairns, Queensland. Never been. Never been. Couldn't. Can't state on the rudeness of their... Number one city on the list, Bundaberg, Queensland. Bundaberg's the rudest. Mm-hmm. Producer Michael's here. I've never been to Bundaberg. I've seen people on Bundaberg, and yeah, they've no. been some sometimes mm-hmm. some quite of rude. the rudest yep, people. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. people get square with the bear quite frequently, yep. and that usually makes them quite rude. I find. Question to you, Michael. Yeah, and it's a question for the room at this point. Mm-hmm. There's only two people that can really answer the question in the room. On the list is Canberra and Adelaide. Which city's ruder? Keeping in mind Michael's from Adelaide, loves it, defends the malls balls. Where does it say? Wherever he can. Where does it say in Adelaide? Not that it matters because I've never does, been is to it the... just Adelaide Oh, just Adelaide. Just Adelaide. Yeah, of course. That's tough because we... Here's the rank, up. by the way. Do you want the rank as yeah. a clue? Give me, give me both their ranks. One of us, yeah. either Adelaide or Canberra, is the fourth rudest city in yeah. Australia, mm-hmm. and the other one is the ninth rudest city in Australia. I will say I think Canberra's ruder. Than Adelaide? Yeah. You've never been to Adelaide? I've never been to Adelaide. Nor would you want to. I, you don't need to. But it, it. <laughs> Is Tasmania on there anyway? No. Nah, no Tassie Look at us. on there at all. <laughs> Such a quaint, humble little side. There's only one Victorian town on there, and that's Geelong. Say, oh, actually, no, no, sorry, Melbourne's on there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne's there too. I was, was going to say, there is no way. possible way Melbourne's not on there somewhere. <laughs> I think while it, I, I would be leaning towards Canberra being the rudest, I think it might be Adelaide because we do tend to be a bit wine snobby. Mm. Ooh. You're correct. Yeah. Adelaide is the fourth rudest city right. in Australia, <laughs> according to this list, Canberra being the ninth rudest. So well done to us. Well done, everyone. We're nearly not in the top ten. That's yeah. great news. So wait, what did we? What's the one underneath us? Cairns. Cairns. Yeah. Look, I can handle that. If we're like a little ruder than Cairns, that seems fine. And if you're upset by this list of the Australia's rudest cities, keep in mind that uh, only fifteen hundred people were surveyed, and more importantly, keep in mind Sydney's not on the list. Yeah. So you know the whole what? thing's a crock of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that, Ned. That'll be a good way to end the day. Okay. Another way, a good way to end the day. I really set you up with the perfect. You did, and I really didn't take advantage. Uh, Would be to sit back, relax, crack a tin, and watch the Matildas beat England uh, to qualify for the World Cup final. Them beating England will be so sweet. Them losing to England will be devastating beyond belief. Uh, England is the last team I'd like to lose to. Me too. In uh, in all honesty, if we'd lost to France, the French, uh, this might be a stereotype, sometimes can be a little arrogant. 
even then, would much rather lose to France than I would to England. So, and I also feel like the Matildas, it's sort of like, and you said it before, it's a national felt sentiment that we can't lose to England. Mm-hmm. So I also feel the girls are going to be feeling that as well. I think it's going to be a very big driving motivator. Now, look, here's the thing. This is going to be massive. 4.17 million people watched the last game, made it the most watched sports telecast of the last decade here in Australia, which is phenomenal numbers. That's going to be top tonight. That will absolutely be top tonight. In, How do you know? Well, I don't. But yeah. it, it, let me just say, it will be. You and can't I, imagine people tomorrow, are going to drop off in if interest. I'm, if I'm wrong, tomorrow I will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Startled. Yeah. I need more than that. Upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll be upset. I'll take upset. I'll be disappointed <laughs> in Australia if it doesn't get topped tonight. Yeah, it will be very odd. But the same thing that happened on Saturday night is happening tonight. We didn't 100% know this is exactly what was going to be happening on Wednesday, the 16th of August, 2023. Mm. Months and months and months ago, there's a very good chance people organised to do things Wednesday, the 16th of August, 2023. Of course. I would love to know on 131060, what have you cancelled tonight? Mm. (laughs) What's been cancelled so you can watch the Matildas? What have you had to get out of so that you can... Like, it's almost... Un-Australian to not watch the girls tonight. So what have you had to just be like, hey, look, didn't know this is where the the world was headed. Didn't know the Matildas were going to do this well, but I'm fully out. Yep. I've got to take uh, Carrie's boys tonight to Brazilian Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm like, you know what? Don't know if that needs to happen tonight. Beat me in a fight, then I'll take you. If you can beat me, (laughs) you don't need to go. Yeah, (laughs) exactly right. And if you do beat, don't beat me, then we are going. 131060 is the number to call. I'd like to know... Are you cancelling something tonight in order to watch the Matildas? Yeah. What are you getting out of to watch the Matildas? Let us know, because this is something that we, as you said, could not have predicted that this would be happening. Something you're going to be wrapping up earlier, or even something you might have to try and multitask. Are you going to be screening while something else is going on? Hell of a lot of that on Saturday night, so I'd imagine that it's just going to happen again tonight as well. What have you double booked with the Matildas tonight? Let us know. You know what I actually feel bad for people doing tonight is if you have a trivia night um, because (laughs) people are ready to jump down your throat if you're on your phone at trivia night. So if you're just like, I'm just watching the Matildas. If you're at a pub hosting a trivia night, you don't don't also have the game on at the same time. That's a brave pub, to be honest. Yeah, that's someone who's like, hey, I'm, I'm good with not making money. <laughs> Kelly's on the line from Jarabomba. How are you, Kelly? Good, thank you. Yeah, that's great to hear. Now, do you have uh, something you were supposed to do tonight? Um, well, I am going to the Luke Combs concert in Sydney. <laughs> um, oh, my God. To watch it outside of the concert and go late once the game Hang on, on, hang on. So no, way, no, go no, in. no, wait, 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 wait. This has just gotten even more interesting for me, Kelly. Now, Luke Coombs, um, I'm, is he at Kudos Bank Arena tonight? Yeah, next door to... Holy crap, so that's next door to the game. Oh, so you're actually going to yeah. watch the actual game and then go and no, see no, no, it? No, no, no. I thought you meant on your phone. No, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it outside. Yeah, the of course. Yeah. Of course. Other people, and then I'll go into Luke once it's over. <laughs> so yeah. you will be... Yeah. If, if if the Matildas win, you will go into yeah. Luke Combs yeah. while leaving what is essentially party central of mm. Australia. So you'll go, enough of this for me, off into Luke Combs I go. <laughs> Yep, that's the plan. That's so funny. I also, I don't know if you heard it the other day on Monday, uh, Kelly, we were talking to someone else who was at the Luke Holmes concert watching the Matildas in Brisbane. Luke Holmes is going to be like, 
What the hell, guys? He's going to have... He's the only person in the world who could have a reasonable vendetta against the Matildas. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, what are you... Yeah. I, need, I need this to be done for the sake of the rest of my tour. Yeah, good luck tonight, Kelly. And good luck also trying to find uh, a ride anywhere yes. after that. Yep. Everybody yeah, in Stadium Australia and everybody in Kudos Bank Arena, it's a nightmare. If I lived in Parramatta, I would walk home yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh, as a kid, it's very hard to differentiate between movies and reality sometimes. Yeah, I, I find that at the moment with our seven-year-old, he is struggling sometimes to know what's real and what's not real. And that's the problem. It's like, it's deci- it's figuring out what like made up things because I mean movies are meant to be very convincing yes, when you're yep. a kid and you're mm-hmm. like I actually don't know what's real like what's out there and what's not I have a really strange fantasy and yeah. that fantasy is to take like Spider-Man back to the year 1910 and show it to people on a screen and make them believe it's real which one would you take I'd probably take Spider-Man 2 yeah because yeah, yeah. I think that one's got practical effects to the point where you'd be like well that is real and like, the arms like Doc yeah. Ock's arms are like insane I think people would just be terrified. They would. And, that, and that's, I think, what it's like being a kid. Sometimes you don't know if it's real or not. What was the scariest thing you saw in a movie as a kid? Like, say, under 10. The Day After Tomorrow, for sure. Yeah, me too. When I watched The Day After Tomorrow, I was under the assumption that that could happen. An yeah. Ice Age could happen in a day and a half. Yeah, and I remember... And for whatever reason, the Queen's helicopter, like, going down and crashing was the thing that scared me the most. You're like, oh my God, if not she's not I, like, safe. The- yeah, that's what, that <laughs> yeah, was it. Yeah. It wasn't because I love the Queen. It was more because, like, well, if she's gone, I'm definitely... <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember leaving that movie with my my dad took it took me to go and see it when I was like nine. Yes. And I, afterwards, I was like, "Well, that's that's not really going to happen." And dad's like, "It could, mate. That's global warming." Yeah. See, Captain not Planet, the way of Roland Emmerich made it. Ca- Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. Great entry level for pollution and stuff as a kid. The exactly. day after tomorrow, terrifying. Terrifying. Hope. Hope losing. Like I'm just like you know what? There's no point doing anything. So it's very easy. We've established it's very easy to be scared as a kid of yes. movies. Um, there's a Comic-Con or something along those lines that's been going, going on lately that has had Tobin Bell, which if you don't know who that is, he plays Jigsaw in the Saw movies. I want to play a game. I want to play a game. That's Batman. Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but th- the line is at least from I Jigsaw. I want to play a game. Yeah. Um, this little kid who can't be well, no, see, I Do we think I want to play a game is the line from Saw, or do we think it's live or die, make your choice? Because he says that at the end of every single sword trap. He says that. If I say saw quotes, if I type in saw quotes... it's The first one says game over, which I guess is also... That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. (laughs) It's a really harsh thing to hear before you die, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, everything about them is pretty harsh before you die, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. No one's going out the the way I think that they intended in those movies. Nothing's pleasant about the saw movies. But Tobin, the guy who plays him, seems quite nice. He seems quite lovely. I will say, though, however, and I'm really not trying to hang it on Tobin Bell, has a terrifying face. Yeah, Like, yep. they picked mm-hmm. the right man to play Jigsaw. Yeah, the only other thing I know Tobin Bell for is playing the principal of a military school in yeah. an episode of The Sopranos. So it's like, yeah, well, yeah, so you have been typecast. They got the right man. Um, there is a kid who can't be older than 12 who's gone to this Comic-Con uh, and has gone straight up to Tobin Bell and has said this. I do want to play a game. You do. Well, let's start with the pound, okay? Fist bump. So if you missed that, he said, do you want to play a game? He went straight up to him and said, do you want to play a game? 
that's like next level brave. This kid, there's no way this kid knows for a hundred percent certainty that Saw isn't real. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I, the thing that really gets me here is so because you can hear the mum in the background of this audio, yeah. and she's like stage mum on roids. Like she's, she's like, like, we're about to be on uni. Go up, uni to, him, lad. Go up to him. 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 And Tobin Bell's like being lovely to the kid, but you can see his body language is like cool. rolling his eyes at the mum. Yeah. Uh, here's the question I have. Right. That's bad parenting. Mm-hmm. Putting your kid in front of the internet like that and going, perform, dance, dance. Does the bad parenting extend to letting this eight-year-old kid watch Saw? Does he Damn. know who Tobin Bell is? Unless the parent fully staged you up to be like, all right, go up to this guy and yeah. say this line, which definitely does not seem like is what happened. What are you doing? What is that parent Maybe doing? Maybe don't post the video. <laughs> there, is a, there is a scene in Sword 2 where a woman gets thrown into a tub of syringes. Yes! Yeah. Are we saying that eight-year-old's seen that movie? There's one, well, I mean, we don't need to go through them. Can I them, just quickly say bear, bear traps are involved, like reverse bear traps let's are involved work pretty out extensively. the child service department yeah. in that city, <laughs> and let's call them now from Canberra. Josh, Something that happens every single year, and we sort of do pay attention to it every year uh, because they send me emails every year, and I usually want to ignore them, but I'm also like, oh, damn it, this is kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. Cosmos, animal, Australian mammal of the year, have the voting's been going for a while. They've mm-hmm. announced their top 10. The top 10 for mammal of the year. Which is now being narrowed down to a top one, where they're the trying to find the one. mammal of the year. <laughs> it is a mammal of the year. <laughs> it's very, very exciting. Um, some fantastic entrants in there. You have things, of course, that should be in there every single year. Like, for example, the platypus. Mm-hmm. The dingo. Yep. Australian fur seal. Yep. Possum. Great. Dugon, I don't know if it deserves to be in there, but... Not What's a, a dugong. A dugong's like a manatee. Oh yeah, in, yeah at least I, in my that eyes. is what I thought. Yeah, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, uh, they've got like these little that trash, the little pygmy possums. Yeah, here you go. Here's, Very cute. Here's Very what cute. a dugong looks like. They're so ugly, but they're kind of cute, man. They look, they're not hurting anyone. Oh no, they look like um, seal hippos. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, they're yeah, like they a do. cross between a seal and a but hippo. But look at these very cute pygmy possums. Yeah, they're very, they're cute. adorable. They're very, they're very cute. cute. And then we ha- also have like the flying possums, marsupials. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, because they're pouches. Yeah, so why is this? Ma- why are they well, mammals? I think you can be both. I think you can be a mammal and a, and a marsupial. Hey, remember how we were talking about the science file we were going to yeah, start running, Michael? Yep. That's the first one. No, it's not. Yeah, because it is. I'm right. Let's let's check that. Well, out. okay. If I, I'll say it on the record, if you'll also say what you think on the record, I think that you can be both a mammal and a marsupial. And if you'll want to say, I don't think you can. I think you're one or the other. Aren't I'd you? like because are reptiles mammals. Michael, clip that, clip that, clip okay, that. Clip okay, that. very good. Are reptiles and mammals. No, look, let's be very clear about this. <laughs> yeah. Fish aren't mammals. I know that. Correct. Much. You so, are right. But are, what's a dolphin then? We're mammals. No, dolphins are mammals. Yeah, yeah, we're there mammals. You go. We're mammals. We are mammals. So, how do we not win Mammal of the Year every year? This is the question I have because Mammal of the Year is a list we've created. That's we it. are the mammals that have made it. So, why are we not the ones that just get to rule this list every single year? One mammal on this. Well, in the world, created not only this list, but this website and the functionality that I can see it, despite the fact that I don't work at this place. One mammal made the all of that. aren't doing that. I tell you what's in the uh, top, top five, uh, ten three times. Bats. Nah. Gold-tipped nah. bat. Nah. Ghost bat. Nah. Fruit bat. Nah. Nah. 
I all, I agree, by the way. No way. Bat off. Bat off, I'd say as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've done more than enough. Yeah, no, we've had enough of bats for a while. Uh, the goodwill earned by Batman <laughs> is being yeah. drastically tested over the last three, four years. I will say that that's the only reason that we didn't get together as a human species committee as the top mammal and go, so we're all done with bats, right? Like, what, uh, we don't need them around. Ecologically, what do bats <laughs> yeah. do? Because we're done. And then someone went, well, they did give us Batman. Well, no, we're, we're, yeah, okay, yeah you're right. Yeah, you are right. Good. Damn it. All I right. do want to see what Pat and does with it. All right, fine. No drama. <laughs> Josh, this is a thought I had before the weekend, and so I can't trace it back to its origin. It's too far in the past. I just have forgotten how I started thinking about it. Maybe because I just started thinking about everyone's got this thing. It's like this thing that's unique to them in a way that, in my mind at least, when I hear it, I rank it on a level of coolness. Okay. It's the place that you're from, how cool does it sound? Okay, so I so like the cool. So you've you've tried to. We've had we've had some discussions around the coolest name, the coolest name in history, which I think William Shakespeare. I pretty would, cool. Bill Clinton, I think, is a great name. Cool name once again. And the theme. I love Hillary Swank as a name. Yeah, that's. I think good. Hillary Swank's a cool name. Clint so, Eastwood as well. Clint Eastwood's that's a great, great name. too. So we're looking for cool names. Yeah, um, but when we did that for songs as well, we did it for the coolest sounding song for those about to rock. That's good. For whom the bell tolls. That was the one that you yeah. said that I was like, that's the answer. We yeah. got, we actually got an answer on that one. It's for whom the bell tolls. And now it's in like a more regular rotation of my music. So I'm very much appreciative of this. What's the next in the installment? The trilogy of cool names. It's where you're from. It's oh, like fantastic. cool sounding places. Now, before we get into this at all, here is an asterisk that potentially will get me out of any letters written to the station. Coolest sounding places. Yeah. I know... There's turmoil all over the world. I know not of the political landscape of a lot of these places. I'm just talking about how they sound to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, if I met someone and they were like, I'm from Reykjavik in Iceland, I'd be like, that's rad. That is a cool sounding... Reykjavik Reykjavik is a cool sounding... Not only is it cool sounding... But then Iceland's also cool. That's what I mean. You get the the double up. I think... Reykjavik is cool to say. It's also cool to spell. I enjoy like writing it out. I enjoy when somebody, uh, and this is Kurt Angle, is from here, but when someone's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Really? I think that's really cool. It does from sound From Pittsburgh, co- Pennsylvania. Yeah. It sounds, sounds like something's going on. See, for me, America's uh, coolest place is Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, that is cool. What yeah. about Minneapolis, Minnesota? It's too wordy. <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota. You do like the the, the double I letters, do. though, I like really the PP do. or the MM. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I like mm-hmm. that. Um, this one's super, super obvious, but legitimately, if someone told me they were from here, I'd be like, that's sick. If you're from Rome, Italy, yeah, it's so that basic. Is cool. Yeah, that is cool. If you're like, I'm from Rome. And it wasn't built in a day. And I, I, can tell tell you, I can tell you. From experience, it was not built in a day. What Similarly, about Transylvania? Yeah. I love that as a place. But Yeah, but it's just a country, isn't it? Transylvania. Transylvania is a place, I'm pretty sure, in a country. Oh, what, what Come on, I have a look. Transylvania? Hey, what? <laughs> Finish that word. <laughs> okay, I really don't know how to spell Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Come on, Google, help me out. It is a part. It's in Romania. Yeah. So if you're from Transylvania, Romania, yeah, that is that sick. That is pretty cool. Because it sounds like you're Dracula. Okay, so. What about, here's one that is, a, this one's similar to Rome. It's like, like millions of people are from here. Yeah. So I guess that takes away from it a little bit. But Kyoto, Japan. Kyoto's Being great. Kyoto. Yeah, that is a great name for a city. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. 
Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur is Kuala also Lumpur rad. is great. But I also don't think that anyone from Kuala Lumpur says yeah. like Kuala, Kuala Lumpur. Lumpur. <laughs> That's how Bumblebee Man on The Simpsons yeah, exactly. says it. <laughs> now look, this one is the least strong it, of the coolest names. Really? You don't like this I, one? I preferred the song titles one. Ah. I also preferred the human being one, but this one has a place. I you will know what? Say. This just means that we haven't found a place, the coolest place to be from yet. We haven't, so we haven't yeah, captured maybe it. Maybe just sporadically throughout the morning, I'll throw a, just a location at I you. will say it's incredibly sad, but I've always thought the, the word Chernobyl is a yeah. cool word. I've always thought Being that's incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not a great thing, I know, no. but the word, we're just talking about the word, the yeah. name. I think that's a cool sounding name. Can we agree that Broom is maybe one of the worst ones? Yes. Yeah. Done. <laughs> okay, <Locked> good. <laughs> Josh, I said it before, and I'll clear it up for anyone who's unaware. I, for years, probably a decade, have been eating girl dinners pretty regularly. A girl dinner, and this is a fantastic description of it. It's a new internet term, by the way. Is a meal typically consisting of snacks, side dishes, and small portions of oftenly randomly assembled foods. I would count it as like a bachelor meal. Yes, but... This is it. I've been having girl dinners since I can remember. Me too. So I'm glad the internet just has a phrase for it. So now I don't have to come in and be like, hey, I had four Doritos and, and yeah. some peanut mm-hmm. butter for dinner. I can go, I had a girl dinner. My partner, Carrie, used to just eat che- uh, cheesels. She was like for a while there. Cheesels are good, but they really will tear up the top of your mouth if you eat like more than a box. Well, she would have go. Apparently she was saying to me for a while there, like when she was doing her degree, she was like, I just ate cheesels for dinner every night. That's okay. <laughs> Perfect example. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of what exactly yep. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I do this a lot though, because it's like if I'm yeah. by myself, then who cares what I eat? Yeah, so I it's eat? not gender specific. No, exactly no, right. No, no, you, just, you can have it's one. It's called a girl dinner, but everyone has them. It's just essentially when I'm like, I can't be bo- Like why? Why am I putting on the Ritz for no one? Yep. What it's do just I, me. What do I care? So what did you have last night? Last night, um, I had... So we were at Questacon yesterday, obviously, if you heard we the were. show. When we were leaving... If you I'll, didn't, by the way, you can check out the Ned and Josh podcast. Just search Ned and Josh wherever you get your podcasts. Why wouldn't you? Um, while we were there, though, they were handing out ice cream, like f- dried ice cream sandwiches, the ones that astronauts can eat in space or whatever. They're actually pretty nice. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. That's what I had for dinner last night, and I had half a banana from lunch. So I had half a banana and this ice cream sandwich from Questacon, which was great. Okay. In my house, I said, like, I'm putting on the Ritz for myself, and that doesn't really matter. In my house, I'm not just putting on the Ritz for myself. I'm putting on the Ritz for, like, 1.5 people, and the 0.5 person is my dog, Lenny. He chills out massively once everyone's had dinner. Once he's had dinner, then he's like, well, I'm full. And once I've had dinner, he's like, well, there's the chance of me getting a random snack has dropped significantly. Like, yep. I'm not going to get a straight chip or I'm not going to get, like, a bit of... He, like, he really likes corn, so he's Apparently, like, I'm not going to get some corn. in dog psychology, it, it is important that the whole pack eats. So yeah. once everyone's eaten, yep. that's the, the day is done. Exactly so you right. do need to eat. Yep, and usually I eat first because then... And then I feed him or whatever. After I had my dinner last night, which was, again, half a banana and an ice cream sandwich from Questacon, Lenny was, like, visibly distraught. Like, like dinner hadn't happened. Like, that wasn't enough like of a dinner. Like, usually, he'll, like, jump up on the couch and he'll have... He'll drink a huge drink of water and then he'll sit on the couch and he'll, like, lay on my leg and I'll give him a pat and mm. that's how we'll chill out at night. He was, like, walking around going, like... <laughs> He's like, you're not gonna... You haven't eaten. And I'm like, yeah, I have eaten, though. And he was like, oh, I didn't see it. Where was... 
the microwave wasn't involved, which it usually is all the time, and the fridge wasn't really involved, and the oven wasn't involved. How have you prepared this meal? And I'm like, it's all right, mate. It's okay. It's astronauts I, I technically have eaten. It just was so little and so non-significant that it sent my dog into hysteria. Because can, you, he was can, like, you, uh, can you say that it's a problem when your dog yeah. is thinking... Mate, take better care of yourself. What are you eating? Essentially look after yourself better. Because he knows that it's like, well, once he's done, I'm next. Like, Not to put too fine a point on it, but yeah. this dog eats his own crap. Yeah. And he's sitting there going, you <laughs> need to take better care of yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to read it too Have much. Have you cult anything? <laughs> I had a very exciting uh, afternoon yesterday afternoon. I got given the task to do something that I've not been given the task to do on my own before, and I... Wipe. No. <laughs> that's very funny. That's, that's I'm good. finished. <laughs> that's very funny. You've done very well there, mate. Thank well done. Go. You're having a better morning than me. You've won the morning. There's been I a went couple. To you've, roasted, eight, yeah. you've roasted me a couple of times this morning. I went to bed at 8.30 yeah. last night, so I'm feeling like if I just... Maybe it puts me in a funnier mood. Yeah, you're in. It's a bit of champagne radio, and you've won, you've won the morning. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you very at much. At this stage, I'm happy to concede. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, if anything, just to get you to stop. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, no. I definitely uh, did have a, a moment yesterday afternoon where I was like, okay, this is responsibility that I've not had before. Mm. I had to get the boys from school and take them to swimming lessons. Oh, wow. I did that on my own. Okay. And that was a big moment for me. Carrie's boys got them to swimming lessons, got them all set up, ready to go. And uh, the oldest, who is now 10, the 10-year-old, goes, this is the earliest we've ever been to swimming lessons. Wow. And I was like, that is uh, is a feather in the cap for the first time I've ever done this. I honestly... Jokes aside, I'm proud of you because you. you if if anything could be said about you and I, it's that we're always late. Yep, I'm never late for stuff involving the boys. I'm, yeah. It's like these two little dudes make me, like I, I get so sad at the idea of letting them down that yeah. I get all my shit together. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm hoping that's true for me when I have kids, yeah. but I really won't know and then it'll be too late. It's like, sorry guys, I I know you've been late every day to school by an hour, but <laughs> your dad just likes playing Fortnite in the it's morning. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure they don't You'll teach you anything. pick it up. It's they fine. They never teach you anything that important in the first hour. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you're most awake and ready to be there. So I picked the boys up from school yesterday afternoon and I, I'm going to be honest, this is pathetic, but I have a nap most days because we wake up at like 4am and it's like a little nana nap. It's not pathetic to me. Didn't get, I know it's not pathetic <laughs> to you. I didn't, I didn't get to have my nap yesterday. So I am driving to the school to pick them up with a little bit of afternoon, like, ugh. Bit of drowsiness. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. And so I get into school, see them, immediately perk up because they're the best, and it's great, in the car, ready to go. We go through the Macca's drive-thru on the way there to get some nuggies into the tummy, and then we get to swimming. Mm. While we're eating the nuggets on the way to swimming, I think to myself, I, Josh, at 32 could not think of anything I would want to do less right now than swim laps in a pool. Yeah, yeah. And then it started to dawn on me that these guys don't have a choice. I'm taking them to swimming lessons because that's just what happens on Tuesdays. Mm. No matter what kind of day they've had at school, no matter how tired they are, they know that coming for them at the end of the day is an hour of having to swim laps in the pool. Yeah, and that's pretty devastating. It is. Being a kid is great, and it sucks so much at the same time. Like, that was the first time since I've had the boys in my life where I've been like, you know what? Being a kid 
isn't the greatest thing in the world. Because getting toys, no bills, foods paid for, every, you don't have to worry about anything as a kid. They went on, we went on holidays at the beginning of the year. The bags were packed for them. Mm. They're like One Direction. They just mm-hmm. rocked up and a, <laughs> and a tour manager put their suitcases in a car. Do you think it would change your opinion if you didn't know how to swim, though? Oh, like, like I, I want to desperately know how. Because you, like, you're saying this because you know how to swim. Yeah, yeah. So going to a swimming lesson would, for you, be one of the most boring things you could do. Yeah. But imagine not knowing how to swim. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. And also, you're an adult, so you know how exciting the world can be for them. Swimming a pool's pool. pretty rad. Sw- yeah, having yeah. a pool around is not bad. I an get exactly inside what you pool? mean. Yeah. An inside pool, pretty cool. Exactly right. You don't like they don't know what going to a pokies room is yet. Yeah, so they don't true. know. They yep. don't know. By the way, that for me is not the highlight of life. That's yeah, it's, it's up there though. I just used it um, as an example because I know I'm talking to Josh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you got you got your target audience yeah, correct. I really nailed it. Yeah, they don't know what Dragon Link is yet. So the pool is a bit of fun. <laughs> Josh. Just talking about it before, you mentioned it is one of the coolest places or coolest sounding places to be from. In Kuala Lumpur, in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. In Malaysia um, they are currently having an absolute surge at their, in their country's national zoo because of a brand new inclusion to the zoo that no one sort of anticipated and has sort of like taken over. Something got into one of the enclosures and it's become more popular than the animal that was in the enclosure. It is? The, well, the, the enclosure that was there was capybaras, which are the world's largest rodent. If you've not seen them, yeah, they like look a, super adorable. They are pretty adorable. They look like a hairy pig, sort of, but if it had the snout of a horse. That's a great descriptor. They're, that is a great descriptor. They're very odd. I also, uh, because, uh, well, I mean, this really will paint a picture of, of what the rest of my day looks like. I went down like a rabbit hole of capybara facts the other day. Oh, great. Apparently, they're like the friendliest animals, so much so that they get adopted by nearly every single... Like, predators or not, get adopted by every single other species of animals. Like, they just hang around, and they're so happy and so joyous to be around that other animals are like, ah, you're cool. They do look like a... If I was an animal, though, that eats other animals, they look like essentially a bit of popcorn chicken. They look like a chicken nugget. Yeah, they they really do. In colour and in size and in shape, they look very similar to a chicken nugget. Something is snuck into the capybara enclosure and has become a bigger attraction than the capybaras themselves. An orange cat, and it really is orange cat behaviour. You wouldn't see, like, a black cat do this. It's orange cat. It's like a Garfield, Puss in Boots type deal. There's a bit of arrogance. An orange cat has snuck in, a stray just off the street, Mm -hmm. snuck in, as I said just before, has become so loved by the capybaras, they've just adopted him, and he just lives there now. He, like, lives amongst them in their herd. They all sleep together. They have, like, food together. This little cat just lives in there. His yeah, name's right. Oyen, O-Y-E-N, Oyen the cat. It's very cute. And it's doubled the numbers, the visitor numbers, for the capybara enclosure, apparently, just to come and see this orange cat that lives amongst the capybara. This is unusual because you're essentially talking about a domestic animal here that people are now paying. Yeah. As you said, doubled the numbers. What's well, a stray cat, so you could have seen it on the street. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's free. Yeah. And now you people are paying to see a cat. Probably a lot of people have this as a pet in their house, maybe. Like, of you, you're paying to see this animal that is... Here comes my... Bland by all... Like, no, no offence to cats, but... Oh, very bland. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. It's like I don't get amazed when I see a horse, really, because I'm I like, well, the they're everywhere. I want to see an otter. I don't often see otters. Here's my pitch, and I think I've stumbled upon it just because of what this story entails. I think animals... Their cuteness is reliant on the environment that they're in. 
So you put a dog and a seal together in an enclosure. Yeah, seals are kind of cool. But the fact that you have a dog and a seal together makes it so adorable. So you're suggesting, you're suggesting... Put animals in cute situations... With other animals. And it doesn't... Like, you could get a you could get a guinea pig and a squirrel and put them together and just... See if they become friends. Exactly right. Maybe it's they become enemies. So that in itself is kind of amazing. Well, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... I, I think the problems that I foresee, yeah. not to be a, a, a naysayer or, or sure. to, to poo-poo this idea before it's even gotten out of the gate, but I think a lot of animals will eat each other. No, I think there'll, yeah. be, there'll be some issues where... Because... What you're failing to realise is when you say that uh, they become enemies, that that ends a certain way for a cup, like a bunch of animals. Yeah, animals don't say they don't hold grudges. They don't, they don't hold grudges. Mad. They, they just eat, eat each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing that you, it's sort of like rock paper scissors. Yeah. Like you never put in an animal that can overpower another animal. So you put like penguins in with the otters. Oh yeah, because I don't think they'd they eat each just other. have to. Yeah, they just have to get along. Yeah, because you couldn't put in a penguin with like cats. So how close is a penguin to fish? Because otters eat fish. Yeah, but on the, peng- the, the scale of food that tastes the same. <laughs> yeah, but they eat fish. Do you think an otter would look at a penguin and go, eh, close enough? No, <laughs> well, my, look, I maybe. Again, Because they got teeth. Penguins I, don't I have don't teeth. Know. No, penguins do have teeth. Do they really? Michael, again, clip this, clip this, clip this. Are we going to get a science check done? I Penguins have teeth. They're also birds, and they also eat fish. I get it. Look, this would be this would require, require a hell of a lot of brain power going into, like, what animals do you pair up with other animals? But you would save a fortune because you wouldn't need lions. I'd love to see husky puppies and Labrador puppies just living, together, living together. I think that would be wonderful. I would like to see... Do you think rabbits and cats could coexist? No, I think, no, well, I think that would end incredibly badly. What are you talking about? Can I think that would absolutely no, end rabbits badly. Rabbits are big enough that they could defend themselves. I think if we're in a situation where we're trying to get rid of two invasive species, let's just make more cats and more rabbits, yeah. and the problem will sort itself we'll out. We'll have cabots That's before we know That's never gone bad before. <laughs> right now, we are into the TikTok game. This is huge, Ned. Your chance to win tickets to go see Queen, it's a kind of magic. All you need to do is successfully guess the time on our Arnott TikTok biscuit. That's exactly right. You would think it would be easier than it is. It's not. You have to have destiny, time, and fate on your side. Craig from Chisholm. How are you handling all this pressure this morning, mate? Uh, look, it's tough. But, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think I got it. No. Do you essentially have nothing on for the rest of your day, Craig? Do you essentially get to just chill out after this enormous <laughs> mental exercise that we're putting you through this morning? Look, if I get it right, I think I'll call in six. So. I would. Yeah, I would. You and do know get what the right. prize is, if you, get it, if you get it wrong, too, I'd also call in sick just to recover, <laughs> recover from the disappointment. All right, here we go. There's no way that Craig goes to work after this. I'm excited. Craig, why don't you lock in a time, my friend? All right, 12.15. I like it. No funny business. Craig, the time on this TikTok biscuit is 10 to 2. Yeah. It brings me much shame yeah. and sadness to say that that's yeah. incorrect. Incorrect. It, anything, it just builds to the suspense of when it does yep. go off, Craig. Craig, do you live for this game every week? Do you, like, look forward to it, or is this the first time you've ever been made aware of it? Uh, look, I do hear it every week, and, um, yeah, look, it's a bit of fun. So. <laughs> is okay. it harder than it seems? Would you say listening to it, you get on and a- you're like, oh. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and if aren't are listening, I think they definitely should sponsor this. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Craig. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. And yeah. you know what, mate? Uh, <laughs> tickets to Queen. That's what you've won. You are actually, oh, and you end up being the champion anyway, mate. Congratulations. Well done. Imagine. Oh. 
Imagine you, me, and Craig all get sued by artists now. We have yeah. to we have to spend the next four months in court with Craig. Oh, and we... the and the estate of Freddie Mercury because this is because this is by the way a Queen tribute show, and I'm playing the actual Queen right now. So expensive morning for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Big, big morning, big problem. Ned, yes. It is time for us to talk Matt Damon because mm. he has been spotted yep. in Brisbane at Ecker, which is obviously, yeah, as you heard on show. Carrie and Tommy yesterday afternoon, the massive, massive, like like the Sydney Royal Easter show, but like for Brisbane. Brisbane. And they do it in August. Um, Matt Damon. He was just there. Famously friends with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. He's got a. He's by the way, Matt Damon is fully leaning into this Australian thing. He's wearing a stone and wood hat, yeah. which is. Only more confirmation for me of a long-held theory that I have that the only people who enjoy stone and wood are people who know the people who make stone and wood. Yeah. And because it's from, like, the Byron area, I'm guessing yeah. Matt Damon must know. It's the only reason you'd wear a hat for yeah. stone and wood. Yeah. Matt Damon, I'm sure those movies were fake. Apologies if you enjoy stone yeah. and wood. Well, I was about, I don't know who you are. I was about to make a joke about being tortured in the Bourne series. <laughs> so he's already pretty across what that's like. Anyway, Chris Hemsworth is his friend. It's yes. his connection to Australia. Yes. He very much tells it out. Guess who was not at Ecker yesterday? Chris Hemsworth. Matt Damon and his family were just there. We, at a we, certain yeah. point, he just lives in Australia, right? No, we need right? to get a press conference from Matthew just letting us know whether he has moved here. Because yeah. just to be able to expect to occasionally run into Matt Damon, that's not something I've factored into my day-to-day. Remember when Zac Efron was here for like a year? Yep. I factored it in that, you know, maybe if I'm on the Hume travelling between here and Sydney, stop to get a pie at Gundagai. Like, oh, no, sorry, that's going to Melbourne. Yeah. If I stop to get a pie at Gundagai or whatever going to Melbourne, I might see Zac Efron. Yeah. Like, he could be travelling between two cities as well. That he, could happen. He's like a yowie. I'm not actually in that mind frame with Matt Damon. You should be because I you know... I think I should be. No, because you know what he said? What? This is our second year in a row coming here. We've made a family tradition of it. So they're going to Eka every year. That's bizarre. So, like, so much so that he needs to be considered an Australian, Australian is that he's has Australian family traditions now. It's not Australia's best show by a country mile. The like the be? Melbourne, the Melbourne show is the way to go. Yeah. Once again, might see him in Gundagai <laughs> as he drives down. <laughs> Because Matt Damon is now living the Aussie life so much that he would pack the car up for a 15-hour drive rather than getting a plane at this point. This is so not the point, but I would like... Who do you think out of you or I is going to see slash meet? I've, you, I, you. I've met Matt Damon before. Was you in, have it, actually met Matt Damon. It was in LA, and I, it was one of the nicest celebrities I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but who do you think is going to meet him next? In Australia yeah, first? I think it's going to be you. No, I actually do think it's going to be you. Why do you think it's going to be me? I think because you go to Wanky places on holidays yeah <laughs> uh yeah Mo- no nah, no no that's so true as well that's so so true actually you know what just so this is completely who went, to, Bar- who went to byron on holidays okay no that's so true you're so correct oh, you're, I just, you, you've you're winding me. up you've nailed no no, no 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 you've <laughs> nailed me you've you've absolutely got me dead to rights at this point you know what it is such a good point why don't we go for a tit for tat of where we went last on holidays and even on top of that, who paid for those holidays? Because I went to Tasmania, then I, we went to Japan together, then I went to Tasmania again, and then I went to Tasmania. Where did you go for your last four trips? It involved the Qantas Club, but that's yeah. neither here nor it there. Involved, it, it, I don't think any. I don't think you, you haven't. You haven't been on a trip in the last four trips that hasn't been international. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go let's to wanky. Focus, po- I go to wanky places. Let's focus do I? back on Matt yeah. Damon. What, what was is the lobby drip bar like at Disneyland in Florida? Huh? 
Yeah. It's Disney what World, was, mate, but that's neither here nor there. business class in, on Qantas <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang that's on. That's probably where you hang will on. meet Matt Damon. I wasn't in business class. It was premium economy. But <laughs> the, point, the point here is yeah? it is time for us to call it. <laughs> yeah, that call. is the end, mercifully, of this morning's show. <laughs> that was a really that was a pact of mutual destruction. Get me the hell out of here. Where it's like, let's make this show as unlikable as possible. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canvas hit 104.7.